So I got back on the dating apps or whatever after like, uh, maybe eight months or nine months off of them. And before that, like two years. And it went exactly like how it always goes. To shit. Get me a list of. Getting here, let's talk. Getting here, let's talk. Getting, getting, getting here, let's talk. Getting here, let's talk. It's time for the original BB podcast with your inimitable host, BB. And I do not have time to sit around here arguing with y'all. Keep in mind, it's not my plan, it's God's plan. So mind your business, because I had love you very much. So it's no secret, I recently relocated to a new city, the wonderful, amazing, happy, very black place called Atlanta, Georgia. And I am now an AT alien, and you can't tell me shit. And (laughs) I was really enjoying my move, but uh, after two months of being in the city, I, I needed a little companionship, child. I like mans. One thing about me, I like mans, and they like me back. And so I decided to get on some dating apps. Um, I got on dating apps because I wanted to. So just mind your business. I had need a man, child. Amanda hug and kiss. So I was on them. And after being back on dating apps, here are my results. Which apps did I use? Well, I chose BLK and Bumble, and I jumped on them, and I wanted to meet somebody. BLK has been kind of cool. I used that app for the first time when I jumped back on dating apps maybe about eight or so months ago. But, y'all, I got to just be honest about this. I have a very love-hate relationship with dating apps because I have used them for many years. I have put countless onto dating apps, and most of them, Found someone good. I know several people who married off of dating apps. And I don't have that same luck. (laughs) I have a love-hate relationship with dating apps because when I was putting those people up on dating apps, can I tell you that very few of them, like, actually, like, it wasn't a situation where I was like, hey, you should get on a dating app. And they were like, oh, you're right. I'll try that. It was more so situations where I was telling my friends that I was doing it and they were looking at me funny, child, and sideways. And then a few months later, I find out that they're doing it too. I have several friends who think I don't know that they they still use them. And so, like, it's just funny for me because I know people, I have friends who were able to find someone and marry them. Someone they met on a dating app. It's just rough and annoying that so many people were able to have success that I never was able to have. So whatever, I'm going to get over that. And I'm going to tell you about my recent run-in with the dating app. So here it goes. You know, Bumble is a little different from the other apps. I like Bumble because Bumble is geared towards, it's up to the woman to make the first move and say hello. And if she doesn't, then it cannot go further. I like that. It's interesting. So it makes Bumble feel kind of safe. So that's kind of cute. The problem is, though, is that you message a dude and then he don't really respond back for days and days. And when he finally do respond, it's just, hey. So, okay. On to be okay. 
they have way more foot traffic and a couple chat rooms too. Um, a lot of people seem to like them chat rooms, child. In the chat rooms, I honestly saw people telling others their honest opinions of their profiles. Lots of cyberbullying in those chat rooms. <laughs> and, you know, it was clearly for the kids, child, the 20-somethings on BLK. And, you know, it kind of went something like this, like dude post statement. Girl, that maybe girl doesn't like. Girl says, hey, bro, I just looked at your profile picture. You might, you know, need some work. Everyone else on the chat room goes and look at said person's profile picture. And then everybody comes back and starts dragging them. Did you see the, what about the one with the Doritos bag? And then they just go in on each other. So, yeah, I was like, okay, me in the chat rooms, we really about to mix and mingle. I was in there for a second. I tried to talk and laugh, but child, I'm trying to type so fast and jump from subject to subject, and it just don't even make sense. And then they just cyberbullying each other. Out of the chat room, let me go ahead and see what I'm going to do with these matches. And this is exactly how matches went on Bumble. I'm not Bumble. We on BOK. Match number one. Lives with mom. Recently moved to the city. Got a big old thing on his profile that said, I'm a single dad. And if that's a problem, then you keep stepping. That was the first red flag. Because after talking to this man, I find out that those two boys that he has, that he's claiming that people are disrespecting him about, well, one is a one-year-old and the other one is zero years old. He's still in the bitch belly. Ain't nobody mad at you, boy, because you no single dad. They mad at you because one bun just barely pop out the oven and the other one's still in there. Why don't you go ahead and focus on preparing things with that guy? And like I really said to somebody when I was explaining it, like this dude was younger as well. And he was just, he had a really big chip on his shoulder. Like we did end up, you know, talking a little bit, but he ended up having a very big chip on his shoulder. And I had to gather him and let him know, like, no one is mad at you for being a single dad. Women love that. People are mad at you because you don't understand how love works yet. You're a baby. He wanted them young ones and want an older woman, but you can't handle an older woman yet because you don't even understand love. And how do I know that you don't understand love? Because you don't know that as soon as that baby crowned, and you see the top of that baby head coming out, that girl coochie. It don't matter how broken up y'all right now. You're going to want that old thing back. And I do not have time. Why would I take that chance to be hurt for something that is so avoidable? Because it's clear that you're, you know, delusional. So match number two, another single dad, a musician. Doesn't live with a mom, got your own place, but he's starting over. Own house, car, amen. He's ready for marriage and wants to build an empire with an ambitious woman and be a power couple. Child, he has sound perfect. Deal breaker, super Muslim. Super Muslim. And listen, I can rock with that. I don't judge people based on that. But see, the thing about him is I asked him about Jesus. What really pissed him off is I he was we were talking about religion. He brought it up. So now we gotta talk about it because you showed me your you showed me your cards early. I actually appreciate that. But if you show somebody your cards early and be that bold, then you must also be bold enough to accept their reaction because you showed me that card early and I said, oh, that's my deal breaker. And I explained, uh, well, before I explained, I, I kind of, I dug into it a little bit to get more information. So I asked him who he prayed to. And he said, I pray to Allah, but that don't matter. I can pray with my woman. You can pray to who you want to pray to, and I'll pray to who I pray to. And I was like, oh, no, baby, because see, see, I'm a woman who wants to be submissive, and I got to submit to a man who can properly lead me, and you're not leading me into no Muslim shit. No offense. You're going to lead me into Jesus, Steph. 
Sorry, if I should have gave the shit to the Muslim, I should have given the shit to the Jesus, but I ain't going to do that. Sorry, y'all. And, I, <laughs> and um, I'm sorry, I decided to follow Jesus and I won't turn back. And the reason why that question of who you pray to was so important to me is because I was trying to demonstrate to him why it's not the same Allah and God. Because the Christian God is Jesus Christ. The Christian God is a trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And I have recently learned and experienced, baby, the reason why a lot of my prayers didn't get answered my whole life because I was praying to God instead of Jesus. Because Christianity teaches that you cannot pray to Jesus. You have to go to God. That I mean, go to Jesus. You can't pray to God. You have to go to Jesus because that's the whole reason why God sent Jesus is to be the intermediary, the liaison between man and God because man is sinful and sent Jesus to pay the price for us so that we can be saved. He died for our sins. I'm about to do all that, but I'm just saying, if you don't pray to Jesus, then your my, you your prayers my your prayers ain't getting answered, and and, and 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 so I can't do that. I can't have a husband leading me and praying to Allah, and my prayers not getting answered. <laughs> but really, what what the real deal breaker was because I'm not above persuasion. I mean, I am not changing Jesus, but I'm not above trying to persuade you to come on over to me. And he wanted me bad enough that I probably could have done that. But the reason why I didn't try to convert him, because he did not try to convert me. That was what kind of lets me know that you're convertible because you ain't trying to convert me. But um, it was when I said, okay, this is a deal breaker. And I had somebody going on and on and on and on about why it's not. Don't tell me what's best for me. And that was a big red flag for me because I've dated Islamic men before, and the from my experience, the ones I dated tended to be very old school with that the man is the man, dominant, jealous, want the woman to sit down, shut up, and cover up herself. Don't show nobody your teeth and all kind of crazy stuff. They can be emotionally abusive. They can be control freaks. You just not about to lead me into no damn abusive marriage. Now have a good day. So, like I said, I've dated Muslim men. I won't anymore. And that's all. Uh, I hate to say this, but I'm going to just say it. I feel like Muslim men live to take an uppity woman like me and put me in my place. Every Muslim man I've ever dated, like, did a series of actions that was him basically doing it. And maybe it even came out of their mouth a little bit. I dated this guy who was a self-proclaimed 5%er one time. And I had these peanut butter tights. They were very thick. They weren't see-through, but they were light brown color. And I used to wear them very often because they were just, they fit me well and they were cute. They made my butt look big. Um, this was many years ago, like 10. Um... I dated him briefly, like one of the times that I was broken up with my baby daddy. And I was walking into a Walmart one day, and this man saw me and flipped his shit and was like, hey, I, you know, I got to talk to you. We got to talking, and then we, when we talked later that evening, the man told me that it was those peanut butter tights that drew him into me. Okay, cool. We have a cool conversation. He's interesting. 
So now we get to our first date. And when we get to our first date, I decided to wear the peanut butter tights again. I have never been that person who was like ashamed of cares about clothes and not wearing things twice. I think I am going to become that now. But that's for another live. No, we're not on a live. We're on a podcast. That's for another podcast. Stay tuned. But um, I decided to wear the peanut butter tights for our date because he had already told me he liked them. And our date didn't happen right away. So I wore the tights. And um, we had a date. We came back to my home. Um, clearly, I'm still in the tights. And the man was not from my state. He was actually traveling through. So that's kind of why we went back to my spot. But we get back there and we get to talking. And he asked me why I wore these tights. And I said, I wore them because you like them. <laughs> he was like, but why do you wear them outside of your home? Mind you, when we got to talking, the man said it was them peanut butter tights that made him draw him to me. He also told me something very interesting. I, I'll never forget this. He said it was the peanut butter tights and the sweat on the top of my lip. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of cool too. Yeah, he said he said it was the sweat on top of my lip. Little subtle things like that about a woman are sexy to him. Because, um, yeah, it was a really hot summer day. And I'm walking into uh, Walmart, and, yeah, I, I was sweating. And so, long story short, when we get on that date, Mr. Man basically is asking me why I wear my tights outside of my home. And I say... Because I like them. Because they make me look good. Because I feel good in these. Um, he's like, but I can see your pussy. He just says it straight up. But I can see your pussy. First of all, no, you can't. These tights are very thick. You can probably see the pussy print. But you can't see no pussy, boy. But he was like, but I can see your pussy. I was like, well, but don't, don't, isn't that why you, you approached me? He was like, oh, don't get me wrong. I don't have a problem with it. I like it. But I just don't think everybody else should see it. And it's like, we're two minutes into the date and you're already trying to, like, control me and dominate me. Like, you haven't given me a promise of anything, of nothing. Like, I just, that right there should, should tell you everything. Like, Muslim men are very entitled to women and can be sexist. And so, hell no. Hell no. That's a hell no for me. Been there, done that, bought the t-shirt, won't do again, would not recommend. Match number three. <laughs> I was hitting it off, cute boy, but I joked to him, all you do is eat during our first phone call uh, because every time I was texting him, he was always eating. We started off texting and then I finally called him one day and he seemed so annoyed. A lot of people do like to text and don't like to talk on the phone. Understood. Say so. But yeah, I picked up the phone and just called him because we've been texting, texting. I'm all right. I'm going to just call you. He seemed annoyed. And he was eating, so I joked, all you do is eat, ha huh? He said, and that's the boy. What I'm supposed to do? I'm hungry. And then the phone suddenly was disconnected. <laughs> Hang up on me. Would he cry, baby, fat ass? <laughs> We're twins. It was a joke. I was setting myself up to let him know that that's all I do, too. Baby, we're twins. Every time I talk to you, you eating. Guess what? I am eating too. You wouldn't know because you don't ask. And I was joking because I was about to tell you that this is about to be a match made in heaven because we both like to eat. But you hung up on me and got mad with your crybaby fat ass. Match number four. Six foot seven. No, six foot five. I ran out. I gave him two more inches just like a man. 
sexy, handsome, body, physique, likes to travel, go places. First conversation, he greeted me. I responded. I told him we need to go out. Uh, look and fly together because he was just so fine. I'm like, baby, you fine and I'm fine. We definitely need to go out on the spot dressed to the nines. To which he responded, bring your pretty ass over here and let's smoke a blunt. Boy, next to match number five. Business owner. Traveled. Spontaneous dude. First text conversation. He's telling me how he wish he could give me a massage. So I told him to fuck off. And I deleted all the apps. Bumble, BLK, that's a wrap. The end. <laughs> Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Original BB Podcast with me, BB. And if you enjoyed this episode, head on over to my IG channel and follow me. I am the Original BB on IG, Ebony Walker on Facebook. I am BBIG on TikTok, and the original BB on Snapchat. I'll see you in these streets. Bye. You are to live so God can use you anyway, Lord, anytime. I want to live so God can use me Anyway, Lord, anytime. Until next time, mind your business. Bye. <laughs>